Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this impromptu edition of Political Straight Talk. I am your host, the Political Superman, and we are coming to you live at the foothills of the Great Smoky Mountains. The time, 919 on the East Coast, 619 in the People's Republic of California, which, by the way, I hear now they are busted up into two different uh, states. So that's that's kind of an interesting uh, thing that, to be honest, I've seen coming. Mm-hmm. I, My I dad has a some... hat like that. I'm sorry? Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. My dad has a hat like that, uh, believe it or not. He's a has... new uh, public of California. <laughs> Are you from Pennsylvania? How do you know? Well, it says somebody in here is from Pennsylvania, so I just thought I'd <laughs> throw it out there. Well, what brings you by our little neck of the woods here? Well, you know, I'm just a youngster that likes talking about politics, and, you know, um, I find it very interesting. And, you know, I have nothing better else to do, you know, either play video games or, you know, have a conversation and, you know, kind of get uh, more up to date on time. You know what I mean? How old are you? Oh, say that again. I'm sorry. How old are you? I'm only 15. Good for you. Well, let me ask you a question. What's your What's your name, if you don't mind giving it? What's your first name? My name is Dean. All right, Dean. You become president of the United States tomorrow. What would you do? Um, I mean, that's... Uh, that's a lot of things I could do, but I'd probably uh, work on getting the middle class um, and uh, poor class, not like a, a ton of money, but, you know, kind of trying to get uh, the environment safe for them and uh, kind of make things equal, but not uh, like not like socialism, but, you know, kind of trying to help everybody in the country and not just the rich. You know what I mean? Okay. So... What's your impression of our current president? I like him. I think he's, uh, you know, he, he. I may not agree with him on everything, uh, but I certainly think he's doing a better job than Hillary would have done, uh, believe it or not. He's okay. Waste. Now, so, okay, good. And you're in Pennsylvania, too. That, that's interesting. Okay, so excuse me. He's draining the waste. He's gonna kill us all. Oh God! (laughs) Anyway, here we go. Oh my God! No, it ain't here we go. Muted is what that is. Another third world country heard from. (laughs) Well, since 
since we have a 15-year-old on here, I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. But yeah, anyway. So, I know terminology. So here's a, here's a question for you. By the way, I like the fact that you uh, you follow politics. That's a good thing. As you may have heard, there's a government shutdown going on right now. Do you agree with the shutdown or no? Uh, to be quite honest, I really don't know enough to say whether I agree or disagree. I like this kid. <laughs> got, got enough sense to admit when he don't know everything, and I like this. Kids, you got a life in politics. You ever decide to run for something? Let me know. Anyway, yeah. All right, so let's get on to the topics of the evening, and uh, we will come back to our young Pennsylvania friend and get his opinion on more things as we move along. But first, let's talk about government shutdown. Let me give you the yeses and the nos of the shutdown. Number one, not one underfed government employee will lose their money. Okay, I know that three years ago when the government shutdown happened, there was government employees, oh, I'm not going to get paid, I'm not going to get this, I'm not going to get that. First of all, yes, they will get paid. As soon as the government impasse gets taken care of, everybody's check gets retroed back to when the government shut down. So even though they're sitting at home on furlough, they still get their money. So don't let the little fat cats that work for the feds tell you they're not getting their money. Trust me, we dealt with the government shutdown when I was a political appointee, and we were shut down for a whole lot longer. Now, true, we did not get paid during that time as far as getting our paychecks like we were supposed to, and it was for some lean eatings with some beans and potatoes. But the truth of the matter is we did get our checks, and it was quite nice to get the big fat paycheck after the shutdown. Okay? I was able to buy a great big burger instead of just a regular burger. So, mm -hmm. um, the government shutdown does not affect any essential services. As a matter of fact, most departments are budgeted. Okay? Veterans Affairs, budgeted, not a problem. The military budgeted, not a problem. You have heard that they will not receive their paychecks. Um, that is a true statement, but it is not true that they're not being paid. The accounting office that handles their paychecks is considered non-essential and is, in fact, shut down. Um, national parks will remain open. They are funded for another three weeks, I believe. Um, Medicaid, Medicare, food stamps, all of those programs will continue to move forward, and you will not you will not see a delay in services. So, for those of you on Social Security that heard uh, Dickie Durbin and company come out and say you're not going to get your checks, listen, that's a bold-faced lie. Uh, yes. Medicaid, Medicare, food stamps are all what's considered a lockbox program, and their funding is totally separate uh, than the day-to-day -day operations of the government. So rest assured, you will get your paychecks. Now, on to this whole DACA business and the bill that they put forward today. First of all, that bill is garbage. Mm -hmm. If you read that bill, it is straight-up garbage. 
and to correct something that I saw put in a chat earlier today, it does not require U.S. citizens to get a chip. Okay? And I really wish these people that spread the news would not put that stupid stuff out there. All right. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to go ahead and block all the chats because it seems that we're going to have a bunch of wannabes start on us today. So good, goodbye to the chats. Those of you that are regulars, I'm unmuting your chat. Don't do anything silly and you will have your chat. <laughs> Do something silly, and you know having your chat, you go bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Now, back to our point at hand. The biometric thing that you have heard everybody flapping and yapping about, uh, it's just not true. It's not a true statement. They did want to go to... They do want to use the ID cards and create a system for them to apply for citizenship. That is in the bill. Um, however, it doesn't need to be voted on, shouldn't be voted on, um, and hopefully they will defeat this. If keeping the government shut down is what we have to do to keep DACA from spinning out of control, then that's what needs to happen. Now, I am on the record as saying I do think there there needs to be a way that we can assimilate those young kids into our society. So I do think we need to do that. Mass deportation isn't the way to go. If you are contributing to the United States and you have something to offer us, then you should be able to stay here. If you don't, then sayonara, bye-bye, see you later, out of here. They need to load up some Greyhound buses. They're a cheap way of transportation. Put some Border Patrol agents on each end of the bus, and bye-bye. What about chain migration? Um, chain migration is very simple. It should never have started, and it should be stopped. Mm-hmm. If if I'm, somebody wants to I'm come here... Familiar, can, you, can you tell me what chain migration is? I apologize. Who is that? Paul from, uh, Paul from New York City. Well, hi, Paul from New York City. How did you get in here? I just—I've been in here for a while now. I don't see you. You're streaming. Not anyway, quite. no, I'm on the phone actually. Huh? Interesting. Anyway, uh, chain migration is where an individual comes over and he can bring, or she can bring, family members. And so the next thing you've got, you have 12, 13 family members over here. Migration, Immigration into this country. Now, again, don't get me wrong, I think immigration is a good thing. If the people immigrating to this country have something to offer this country, it's the same as if I tried to immigrate to Mexico. They would not let me unless I have a service that I can offer them that could better their country. Okay, so a lot of people want to use the argument of, oh, well, it's racist. No, it has nothing to do with the color of your skin. I don't care. Okay, it has to do with why are you coming to this country and do you have something to offer this country? Remember, at the height of the immigration uh, boom in the early 1900s, there was only 1.5 million people that came through Ellis Island. And in order to come through Ellis Island, you had to offer something. Mm Mm-hmm. So, 
Uh, I know liberals want to make it sound like that, oh, boo-hoo, wah. But if the shoes were reversed and there was a bunch of United States citizens in Mexico illegally, I can tell you exactly where they're going, and they're not going to be having a discussion about DACA. They're going to be having a discussion about how do we put more of them inside of those little prisons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there's the long answer to a short question. But, but the but Democrats the cha- are going to pay for this one. This sort of um, stunt. The, the was, longer the shutdown goes, the longer the shutdown goes, the more that it hurts the Democrats. Yes, three yeah, years ago did, it was the exact they, opposite. Yeah, I know. They did this to stick it to President Trump. That's all it was. They're mm-hmm. stamping their feet like petulant children because they wanted DACA onto this bill. Well, excuse me, this is a budget bill, not an immigration bill. Actually, this and isn't I'm, a budget bill. Well, this is not a budget bill. This is a continuing resolution, which, by the way, the government's been functioning under since the Bush administration. All right. I'm glad that President Trump is standing by his crown in saying there will be no DACA discussions until the government reopens. So, at the end of the day, Trump's going to win this one. Yeah. He'll win this one. The government won't stay shut down. I give it, it'll probably be open by tomorrow night, Tuesday morning. Yeah, they're going to vote on it tonight, I think. I so, it'll it'll be open fairly quickly. What they'll do is they'll suspend the filibuster rules to push it through. Nuclear option. And then and then they'll have enough. Well, it's not really a nuclear option because <laughs> the the rule, the filibuster rule that's there, was put in place by the Democrats actually. That's right, Harry Reid. And that was to prevent legislation that they didn't want going through when the Republicans were in charge. They mm-hmm. put that 60-vote threshold. They can suspend the rules, and a simple majority can can stop that, which is what they've done with judges, by the way. Yeah. That's what they did with judges. They suspended the filibuster rule, and they've just not put it back. That's what Harry Reid did when they were trying to get through federal judges that Republicans kept blocking. Mm-hmm. So that's how you get judges through so quick, and Trump's been able to really stack those. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, they've almost filled all the appellate level oh, judgeships. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Great. They're almost full, and they're working on the they're working on the entry level or the basic level of the federal courts now. And they mm-hmm. plan they should have that done by November. That's good. So this government shutdown that you're seeing on CNN and and a lot of the alphabet soup networks, it's not – the problem is it's not affecting the public. Now, the only thing that is going to affect the public, and this is why I don't think they're going to let this go on too long, if you try to call the IRS in the morning, you're going to get a recording that says, um, we know here. Yeah. So the IRS won't be there. Uh, Department of Education, most of them won't be there. The financial aid people that deal with student loans and things like that, they will be. But all of your essential services and all of your customer point of sale service areas are still open. You know, Obama did the exact opposite. He shut down everything that was point of yep. sale. That was to, a, that was a dirty trick. To directly affect the public. Yeah, he did that on Venus. 
And so government shutdowns generally are not as painful as the one three years ago was, but he did that on purpose. Yeah. So, but now as some of these departments run out of money, you will see them do some things that, you know, will affect the public. For example, when the national parks run out of money, they will leave some of the parks open, but other parks that have the national treasure, so to speak, will shut down. Well, I understand Um, that the great Governor Cuomo is going to dip into the state funding to reopen the Statue of Liberty. He's going to what? He said that he will dip in to tap into the state New York State tax fund to reopen <laughs> the Statue of Liberty. You know, I've always found that funny, given that the Statue of Liberty actually sits in New Jersey. <laughs> really? <laughs> it, just, it, it just never, it, it blows my mind. Mm-hmm. But yes, the, the actual statue itself in Ellis Island set in New Jersey, <laughs> not yeah, in New York. That's right. That's right. Jersey. But he's going to uh, do it, by God. <laughs> Century City, I think, is the name of the actual town. Yeah. But anyway, um, I, I just don't, again, I don't see this this particular shutdown. You'll hear some belly aching and moaning in the morning from workers that, you know, just for photo ops showed up for work to a locked door. Most of your government buildings will be shut down. All of your, uh, when I say buildings, like the federal building in downtown Nashville, it'll be shut down. The federal building in most of your capital cities will all be shut down. Um, Workers will be able to access them, but the public won't. So, now all of your alphabet. Yeah, I think the lawmakers, the staffers, had to stay home because they're not essential personnel like them. The staffers have to stay home, yes. Yeah. Now, a lot of those, well, now see, that again gets tricky because a little bit, a little unknown fact is that congressional budgets are actually separate. So it's not really affected by the continuing resolution, but the optics of it actually look good for the congressman. I saw yesterday where a congressman out of Arkansas was refusing to take a salary. Right. Until the government shutdown's over. Mm-hmm. So it's a good move on his part. Mm-hmm. He must have a tough primary coming up. <laughs> no, he's actually in a good spot. Really? He, yeah. I just, you know, some of them have, have ethics. He's a... Some of them have a good work ethic and a good, you know, hey, this is affecting the people. Mm -hmm. Um, So they need to push this on through and be done with it. But what they need to do is take up a budget, and let's get a budget in place. Mm -hmm. A month here, a month there, three days here, four days here. Just think about it. Between Apple, Microsoft, uh, what's the other company that's announced they're bringing their money back from overseas, going to pay their taxes on it? Uh, um, is it Fiat? Between, well, I know Fiat's bringing some of it back over, Chrysler. I know that between the five or six companies that I've seen talk about it, you've got half a trillion dollars in tax money coming in right there, just in those companies. Okay, My suggestion is to <laughs> knock out that debt. 
do the Dave Ramsey and knock out your debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I've noticed that other companies are starting to move production back to the United States because it just so happens that our tax rate now matches that of Mexico. Mm. And companies that took a hit, Nabisco was one of the first ones to announce they're going to move operations back to the United States. Haynes has announced they're moving some operations back. Uh, But here's the catch to that. There's an agreement for no unions. They're busting the contracts with unions, which will allow them to be more competitive. Okay. So they may try. Some of the workers will try to get a union back in, but most states now, especially the southern states, it's, it is very hard to get a union in the door. I mean, if they were going to do production in New York, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, well, even Wisconsin busted them up. So uh, New York, Illinois, Michigan, uh, Michigan's trying to bust them up, but no company that's right mine is going to do business in New York or one of those places you're just you're not unless you've got deep 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 pockets mm-hmm. you just can't afford to do business in those states right also the IRS yeah. laid the smackdown on the whole deal with New Jersey and New York and California giving tax breaks or doing a charity about your property taxes ah. the IRS has said that will not pass muster and <laughs> People will be fined for that. Wow. So good for them. Mm-hmm. I have to joke, um, but I just before I, I went, I just had to say that the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Um, I'm sorry. The Eagles won the Super Bowl, uh, but I have to go. Uh, so uh, I was interested in the topics tonight. I wish I could stay, but uh, I have school tomorrow. So uh, congratulations. Good night. Congratulations to the Eagles, who will get beat by the Patriots, but congratulations. Excuse and, uh, me, sir. Excuse me. And thank you, for, thank you for tuning in, but you can hope for a few weeks. I said okay. I'm good. <laughs> Have a good night, young man. Good night, man. Thank you, you too. Yeah. All right. Very intelligent young man. Well, he had a he had a visitor listening with him too. Oh, that's where the New York comment came in. Uh, anyway, anyway, well, see, California has now um, half of California <laughs> is trying to succeed. <laughs> um, listen, I don't. Now, here's the catch to this. The voters can, in fact, bust up the state of California if they want to. But I thought they signed a waiver that they could not succeed. They signed a waiver to secede from the union. They didn't say anything about busting the state up into two different states. There's There's nothing that says you can't divide a state into two states. Wow. That's an internal... That's an internal fight that the state would have to deal with. More power to them. Well, I don't know that busting up the... (laughs) That would be interesting because Mm -hmm. when I was looking at the map the other day of how they want to carve that out, 
that takes a lot of delegates away from California, from the liberal part. Mm-hmm. It also takes a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they don't realize it. Well, I mean, they do realize it, but they're not. They don't think clearly, so they don't understand. They they just yeah. Their heart's in the right place, though. They need the proverbial bee smack. No, I'm not talking about the people in New California. They're going to be in great shape. Oh, okay. Because they wouldn't have to take the debt of California. They wouldn't have to. I mean, they'd get a fresh start. Wow, that's true. And some of the riches. Where's their money going to come from? We're talking rural, you know, places in California compared to the elitists who live in... Ah, oh, but that's but that's not the case. Not all of that area. Some of the richest zip codes in the state of California are inside of that new California. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Plus, you have to realize something. You would have all of the tax base of those counties coming in, property value, all that money that would be going to Sacramento uh-huh. would immediately start coming there. Plus, I'm about willing to bet that they would follow the model of Texas, Tennessee, Georgia, you know, in how they cultivate their business. So what's going to happen? A lot of businesses in California are going to move to New California. Ah. So if if that were ever to pass muster and get on the ballot for an initiative, then, I, I you know, good chance of it passing. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're so disgusted out there with the high taxes and Moonbeam doesn't know how to run a government. You know, they've got a, a GOP candidate that's running for governor, but I don't think, I don't know if he's going to get in with the same amount of liberals out there. It would, it, it, huh? it would take something. So, I mean, it, they would have, they would, what, they would elect their own governor? Yes. I mean, they become their own state. Wow. Of course, the government has nothing to do with this. No, the feds wouldn't. The only thing the feds would do is be to determine whether to grant statehood. And by sheer, the fact that the area was already a state and the population and everything would meet the criteria to become a state, I don't foresee that being a problem. Matter of fact, it'd probably wow. be done in tandem. The same wow. vote would take place. Wow. It's the same as Guam and Puerto Rico. Them, mm. along with both of those territories, could become states. All they have to do is hold the vote. Didn't Puerto Rico already hold the vote? They, well, they've held several. They're trying to get another referendum because they think now they've got enough to get it. No. It's the it's the older crowd that didn't want it. Okay. And a lot of them have died off. A lot of the younger yeah. ones and the millennials they want to become they want statehood. Okay. So we could see yeah. our, our we could see our flag change radically with the addition of a couple of stars. Wow. In my lifetime. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure you were alive when Hawaii and Alaska joined up. 
Yeah, I was. <laughs> and I was there was a, a, a big debate among my relatives who lived in Texas who vehemently disagreed with Alaska being the largest state. <laughs> well, of course. That pushed Texas to three. That's right. My God, they were very most, upset about it. <laughs> most people do not realize that by sheer landmass, Alaska is the top state. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it's and a lot huge. of it uninhabited. A lot of it uninhabited. 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 Well, you know, maybe that's an idea. Move all the Republicans out of California up to Alaska. No, move the liberals to. Well, no, because no. Alaska is technically a Republican state. We sure wouldn't want to that's ruin right. it. That's right. No, no. Plus, anybody true. that lives in Alaska gets oil revenue. We don't want liberals profiting off of oil revenue. Yeah, that's right. Put them in the, you know, that would be, be a good idea. So there you go. And then leave all that landmass in California just desert. <laughs> yep. That's it right there. The only so, thing come- I agree with that Governor Brown did in the last week was not give parole to one of the Manson followers. That's the only thing he's done right in the last. Um, that's a political storm for him. So even if he wanted to, he would never sign that paperwork. There's yeah, no. Yeah. It's like here, the Lily Lid murders. Same thing here with yeah. the Lily Lids. Even if they ever wanted to grant any of the five, well, six, any of the six uh, parole, they wouldn't because there would be a political backlash here that would oh. guarantee whoever signed that paperwork would never be able to show their faith in public again. Wow. Of Although, course, you know, I was there when Betsy Ross was putting the stars on the flag. So. I heard y'all were having a, lib- a women's lib movement about being able to drive and vote. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Mm-hmm. We were wearing funny hats, too. Because yeah. Esther <laughs> from the Old Testament was there. You know, she's the original, <laughs> she's the original women's liber. Esther. Yep. Oh, wow. Her and Ruth. Yep. Matter of fact, we're going to we're gonna spend some time talking about Ruth later on in the year. How do you figure that? What do you mean, how, how do I figure that? Well, I guess you'll need to tune in on our Bible studies on Sundays and find out. I guess so. Might learn something. Did they go? Did they not wear a bra, or they just? You know? Well, I'm pretty sure the term "over-the-shoulder boulder holder" came from back in biblical days when they used <laughs> coconuts. So, I mean, I'm oh just saying. God. Oh God! <laughs> well, I don't think they had them back then. How is thou large coconuts holding up? <laughs> well. <laughs> they had to have. They had to be wearing something. Oh, Ishmael! I had to get stronger vines to hold the old coconuts. <laughs> um. <laughs> so no wonder they were wearing so many clothes, right? I, I don't think uh, years came along until sometime later. Oh um, Lord! Here goes Tricia being technical. Yep. Oh God! 
it originally was not Victoria's Secret. Okay, <laughs> Victoria Victoria was the great 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 granddaughter of Bart? uh oh, oh what's her name? Oh shish kebab. Cleopatra. It was originally Cleopatra's secret, but she had a knack for taking her coconuts off, so it wasn't much of a secret. So they changed it to Victoria's Secret once her great 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 granddaughter came along. I see. I see. It was now, for those of you Victoria. that want to know if that's truly in history, I don't know, but it sure would make some fun reading, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Well, you know, oh there's bound God. to be somebody out there listening, going, "I don't know if that's real history or not. Is that real history? No, it's my not." <laughs> Wikipedia. Um, Listen, you can write anything you, know, you right want out, on Wikipedia. What? Right out of the horse's mouth, you said that Doug Jones would vote for the with the Republicans. I did say God, that, did. didn't I? And by God, he did. I did say that. Yeah, you Hang did. on just a second. Hang on just a second. This, see, this is where we need to play back. all the horns and trumpets and. Doo, doo, doo. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Pat yourself he, on the back. I, I actually will not be surprised to see if he moves to the Republican Party. Wow. Because believe that's it or not. his first vote. That was his first vote. Well, he knows. I mean, he knows his days are numbered if he don't. Yeah. Vote with the Republicans on most everything. Mm-hmm. Because his argument can be, hey, you know, I voted with, I caucus with the Democrats because I have a couple of core beliefs, yada, yada, yada. But mm-hmm. I voted with the Republicans on things that would affect Alabamans. So. He'll be ostracized. By the Democrats? No. They know. Well, they they learned their Democrats- lesson. Five Democrats did vote. Now McCaskill voted because she's in trouble in Missouri. So, well, McCaskill won't survive this election. Yeah. yeah, she won't survive this election. They've got a young Republican governor over there. He's never held political office ever before, and he is just knocking it out of the park. Yeah, I, I was quite, yeah. I was quite amazed. And glad to find out he was not a graduate of Mizzou because he would definitely screw things up. <laughs> when I heard he graduated out of state, I'm like, well, he has a chance to be successful. Oh my God. Oh my God. So it was no surprise that Flake voted against it, Graham voted against it. Oh, that Lee was the big shocker. Our little racist friends are trying to get in the chant. Oh. But Mike Lee voted against this. That was a real shocker. Uh, no, not really. Oh, okay. <coughs> no. <coughs> the The problem is, the, the problem are the Republicans. I don't blame the Democrats in this mess. I blame the Republicans. Why? Well, it's quite simple. The Republicans need to get their heads out of their butts and push this through. The only reason they're voting, the only reason they voted against this bill that was put forth by McConnell and company was because they didn't like a couple of measures in it dealing with the wall. Okay? Get over it. Well, you know, this meeting that Chuckles had with uh, the president, he said, 
Well, I offered him the money for the wall. Well, what? $1.8 billion? That's not going to uh, build a wall. Well, first of all, it's not Chuck E. Schumer's place to offer anything. It's not well, They control the purse strings. That is true. But Schumer's in the Senate, okay? I know. The Senate... Yeah, well, we won't even go there. But no, Chuck Schumer... He, he says, you know, dealing with... Negotiating with Trump is like negotiating with Jello. You know... Well, I mean, let them say what they want to say. I mean, I don't know why God. everybody's getting butt hurt over there. Has the bit slap. When that you're guy. in the business, listen. When you're in the business world, and you're in the political world. These kind of comments, you have to you take them in stride. Listen, people do but it. In 2009, but in 2009, yep. Chuckles said, if people entered this country illegally, they have to go back. Of course he did. They're illegal. That served his purpose in 2009. It's not serving his purpose in 2018. But they don't care about DACA. They don't care about the Dreamers. Of course not. All they, they care about is a vote. That's all they but care the tr- about. The truth is the Republicans don't care either. Well, no. They, I want them all gone. They have no business here. They're They're draining our system. They're draining our, you know, I, my, my. I, I can't my believe I'm about to say this because I spent my life fighting against what I'm about to say. But mm-hmm. I guarantee you there's a hell of a lot more white trash and black trash draining our system than Hispanics. Well, I, I agree with that. I do agree with that. But they're still illegal. And to hear these people and what I read on Twitter all these people standing up for these illegal immigrants. I said, then why the hell don't they become citizens? You know, they've had the chance. They've been here for decades. And just remember what happened to Kate Steinway. Well, well, know, well first of all, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me give you all kind of a background so that you all understand where I'm coming from when I say this. I spent many years having a problem with anybody that was of Hispanic descent. As a matter of fact, the term that I used was mater monkey for anybody that was of Hispanic descent. Now, I'm not proud of it. I'm really not. I allowed my own personal life to have cause prejudices, and I carry those prejudices for years. Okay? But I will tell you one thing that I have noticed. Number one, Hispanics will work their ass off. Okay, my uh, my ex-wife is married to a Hispanic man. Okay, and that fellow's got three and four jobs. He works all the time. Now I don't like him, and I wish that I could get him deported for a seventh time. I've had him deported uh, so many times it ain't even funny. <laughs> but I'll give him one thing. He works his ass off. And I do believe that a lot of them do work their butts off. And I think that they need to be given an opportunity to become legal. If, and this goes back to what I said earlier, they are providing a service to the United States. So if they're out there picking uh, tomatoes, strawberries, if they're doing the agriculture jobs, um, 
Barbara, log into the chat and shut this idiot up. Uh, if they are providing a service to the United States and they're willing to assimilate into American mm-hmm. culture, then so be it. Otherwise, they need to I suffer a severe I case. I don't of. see anything. What did you say? I didn't. I don't see anything. Oh, hold on a second. Who is this? Huh? Hold on just a minute. Okay, young fella. I know that you're one of the little cupcakes that come in here from time to time. So I'm simply going to say this. If you would like to call in and have a discussion, then I will gladly make you curl up in the fetal position and cry while sucking your thumb. Okay? Uh-huh. Because that very Bible that you're claiming that you know so well and that you love so well, son, it ain't about nothing that you're putting in that chat room. So if me understanding the word makes me a, quote, nigger-loving, Jew-loving faggot, then so be it. But I notice you're awful big to put that stuff in your chat room here, but you're not man enough or woman enough, as the case may be, to come on and have a discussion where everybody can hear you. Because I'll be glad to quote the Bible to you. I know it from front to back. So, either come on in here and have a pair and let me put you in the fetal position crying or continue to be in your mommy's basement Naked eating Cheetos. Oh wait, that's me. In a beanbag chair. In the beanbag chair eating Cheetos. Hold on a second. He's quoting a he's quoting a biblical reference here, so let me whip out the old trusty Bible and let's just read it. Nah. Oh yeah. We're gonna we're gonna put this fool in his place. Do 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 do. Because odds are, I'm trying to get back in here. It's one of those little verses. Uh, (laughs) Whoever guessed thirteen was now that's funny, because he was Jewish. (laughs) Do do do. Disney actually was Jewish. There, buddy. Shows what you know. Jesus hates Jews. Jesus hates Jews. Hang on. And by the way, since Jesus was Jewish, idiot. Poor little fella. (laughs) I feel sorry for him. Poor little guy. Oh, God. I know. Who started this? Guest 13? I don't know who Guest 13. No, Guest 13 went on. Guest 13. Decided to point out that Walt Disney was Jewish, which he was. Poor little idiot. Let's see. So Jesus hated Jews, you kike lover. Oh, really? Yeah, don't. I just don't. Just don't. Poor little Hey, Nightlight. He reminds me of the... All right, so let us read... His little scripture here. Do, do, do. Before you get that, Nightlight, 
your proctologist called and they found your head. <laughs> what a moron. I guess oh, he God. forgot to hang on, hang on. He forgot to read. So let me translate for the little fella. Here's the verse. It's uh, Revelations 3.9. It says, Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet and to know that I have loved you. Poor little feller. He is so... <laughs> Poor little guy. Uh, he must be small in stature, as in. I think so. Jesus, Jesus was a Jew, you asshole. Who goes to a synagogue? Actually, young fella, synagogues were commonly named for many different faiths, not just for Jewish worship places. But hey, what do I know? Oh, wait. That's right. I studied theology. My bad. Uh, yeah, he okay. was. Yeah, he was. Don't just, like I said. I'm going to look up the other scripture for him so I can prove him wrong on that one, and then we're going to move on. Because don't, don't argue with the poor little fella. I feel sorry for him. His mother must not love him. Pretty he sure his mama don't he hated Jews. Barbara, don't just let it go. Let me... Can I say? Yeah. No, because then you give him airtime. If he's not, yeah. if he's not courage enough to come on here and take his own airtime. Oh, yeah. from Australia. Oh. Dot au. That means from Australia. Are you from Australia? Are you an Aussie? You like to screw kangaroos? Barbara. <laughs> uh, Barbara! The words uttered the words uttered by Barbara are not necessarily <laughs> that of its host. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Actually I'm not. Actually I'm not Jewish. I hang am. on. Hang on, just Y'all stop. Just hang on. Listen, he's probably getting his bowl of macaroni right now from his mama. Be quiet. Okay. Let us Go back to your basement, dear. Hey, I resemble that remark. You (laughs) are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer. From the beginning, and does not stand in truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to describe himself when he gave me that word. Well, I'm so proud of you, young man. You described yourself right there. However, this is the problem with this, okay? Is that when you take one verse and you choose to read it out of context, then you have a problem. But I would invite you to tune in to Deliverance by Grace Ministries next week at 8.30 Eastern Time. And i tell you what I'll do, young sir. I will gladly make this particular chapter of John a sermon for you. So, come on. 
And no, it's not in context. Anybody that wants to go read John uh, 8.44, feel free to do so. That's what I just read. But while you're reading it, go ahead and read a few verses above it and a few verses below it to get the true context of what this poor imp uh, (laughs) doesn't get. Poor little fella. Okay, so we're going to let the little white supremacist go, and we're going to move on with our program. Little white supremacist, if you'd like to call in, I will gladly, like I said, school you and give you a true lesson. I will even be, hold on. I will be nice, young fella, and I will only quote white theologians when I spank you all over the place with it. And uh, feel free to come on. The telephone number, in case you don't know it, is 724-444-7444. And while you're at it, that code is 48063, and you can just press 1 in the pound sign, and I'll annihilate you. Anyway, little cupcake. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. Love that, or below it. I'm going to, I'm, yeah, he, he totally took that out of context. It's okay. So I'm going to go ahead and mute the little guy now so that we may move on with the real program. All right. Oh, whatever. Oh, he's already muted. Don't worry about it. Time to go back to your animals in the basement. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go ahead and block the chat again. I will unmute people that I know are in here being decent. There we go. All right, so now we shall move on. Because they'll come back in, they always do. Oh, yeah. I wish there was a way that when you set these up, you could stop people that you don't necessarily want knowing when you schedule these things to know. But, unfortunately, you can't. No. So, when we move over, though, it will give me greater control of who comes in and who don't. So, we will be moving over. I do apologize for the delay in moving over to free conference call, but we will be moving over. Okay, so, let's go back to the question that is on everybody's mind. Okay, I have heard so much about this. There's been talk, there's been emails, text messages, phone calls. Everybody wanting to know what I thought about Kanye West's baby's new name. And I am truly disappointed that they did not name it North by Northwest. That's my line. (laughs) Okay, that is really and truly my only sadness. Or... Or, 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 they could have just named it Due North. Due Northwest. Yeah. Been great. That's right. And so. Tim, to celebrate <laughs> the arrival, took a nude picture of herself. I have not seen it. I do not want to see it. The whole world has seen her naked so many times that there's no shock to it anymore. God. Badass. Okay, so let us go back to, by the way, let me just go ahead and test Spinning Compass West. That would be great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here's a couple of topics for you that's kind of something that we don't normally 
talk about on this program, but all of the porn stars that are dying just in this life alone, <laughs> this life, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was reading a an article that says mom wife with secret online life and life is what I had just glanced at anyway there have now been six porn stars kill themselves in this year alone so <laughs> as much as I have all kinds of jokes that I could crack about this uh, I won't oh my god Okay, there are so many jokes that I could go with on this one. But is there, <laughs> well, is there a, I don't know. Does anybody think there might be a, a rash of issues in the porn industry? Or Could be. anybody got any comments on it? Could be. Maybe their conscience is getting at them. I don't know. I mean, it just it, it, I find it kind of interesting. Uh, I know they did an undercover study in the porn industry and found that the majority of the females, especially the young females that were in the industry, were drugged. Several of them were yeah. forced early on into sex trafficking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Maybe I used the wrong term there. Whoever yeah, guessed 13 right. is said that uh, with porn stars, I'm sure a rash is involved of some kind. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. I guess we could provide some cream for the situation. Anyway, so... This is a political talk show. We are not going to devolve. Barbara and can't the... provide the batteries. Oh, oh wow. thank you. <laughs> wow. I knew that was coming. I knew somebody was going to pop up about the batteries. I For those of you that don't know, Barbara, our very own battery extraordinaire. Um, so, yeah, here's something You're we're going to talk about. You're going to people the wrong impression. Oh, that's okay, Barbara. Hey, Barbara is the co-owner of a Batteries uh, Inc. facility. So we have uh, we have the Las Vegas Women's March yesterday. Everybody excited? Two hundred eighty cities. Yeah, we protested. Thank God. Well, I looked at some of the some of the cities where these protests happened. They weren't as big as I thought they were going to be. Uh. Yeah, Delaware was even involved in it. They were they were wearing their pink vagina hats. Yeah, I did see that. Also, I see where they're going to kick off a massive voter registration. Um, so uh, for those of you that live in Chicago, there will be a lot of dead people voting with you. Uh, <laughs> they, By the way, they finished their study of all 50 states for the election, and they found that the Democrats – Voted nearly six percent dead people. I believe it. Can you imagine that? I believe it. That's a that's a huge number of yes. dead people voting for Democrats. Yeah. Okay. And an illegal alien. Don't forget the illegals in California who voted for uh, Hillary. Well, I'm I'm interested to see how the feds end up handling that. 
because obviously they can't vote in the federal elections. They can vote in the state election, but they're not going to be allowed to vote in the federal election. So the question is going to be, are they going to invalidate those votes? Yeah, because we like, what, three million, six million? Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking huge numbers. Now, California generally goes Republican or Democrat anyway. But that's, I mean, it's a, it's a huge number. Yeah. Also, yeah, something... That was, I was going to say that was wiped out for popular vote claims. Right. It pops... Well, this leads to a couple of more questions before we go into... Uh, before we go into the final topic of the evening. But here's a here's a question for everybody. Uh, Wisconsin already has it in place. It's called convenience voting. Basically what they do is they go in and shut down your standard precincts. And they create, uh, I know Rutherford County is getting ready to do it. They're going to have, is it 28 convenience centers? Where yeah, it thirty three, I think it's thirty three. You don't have to vote where you're registered now. You can vote at any precinct or any of the convenience centers in the county. This is on election day or early voting. Now, part of me likes that system because of the convenience, part of me doesn't. Because unless they've got a centralized system that can verify the voter I think we have a rampant ability for fraud. Right. So let's say you've got a Democrat, because they're the ones that generally try to vote more than once, going to four or five different locations casting votes. Mm-hmm. If it's not a real-time situation, then I think we're going to have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they better be computerized to check that immediately. And not yeah, buy their paper things that they do now. Right. They're going to have to figure it out. They're going to have to create a way to do it. Or utilize, which I don't know why they don't do this, utilize your social. That's how you register to vote is with your social. Mm-hmm. The key in your social into a system, mm-hmm. and boom, you know, it shows you voted. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something we need to watch and see how it goes. Yeah. They're doing it in an effort to get voter turnout up, because basically yeah. what they're saying, their voters are lazy and don't uh-huh. want to go to the polls. I don't know they are. They are. So, so I know many of you all have heard of the family in California, the Turpin family. Oh God. Where this uh, family have these children from the like everybody in the U.S. has had this social number stolen. I think we need something different. Well, no, that's true. <laughs> Guest 13 says everybody in the U.S. has had their Social Security number stolen, which is true, because of Equifax. Yeah. So I don't disagree. Maybe we do need something different. It's a good thing to think about, but what would it be? Driver's license. Well, if they got I your social security. That's how you now. Well, that they verify. A lot of your illegals already well, have driver's license. Well, then your birth certificate. 
Well, that'd knock a lot of people out of voting. That yeah. wouldn't work either because um, they were they were getting uh, birth certificates from of dead people before. Right. So, yeah. I would assume that, probably probably your thumbprint. That might work. Yeah. That was that was the best. Whoever guessed fifteen is, I agree. Fingerprints. I didn't see that they had written that. My mistake. Anyway. So back to this family in California, this Turpin family. <laughs> Number one, I guess I have to go to the fact that how in the bleep do this many children get missed? Thirteen of them get missed from the ages two to twenty-nine. Number one. Number two, um, they're bringing in cadaver dogs because Mm -hmm. they now think that there may be deceased people on the property. And that this woman, this this mother, if you can call her that, wanted wanted to be on reality TV. So it's Duggar's liberal edition. Mm. Which, by the way, I hear the Duggars are going to be back. They're getting their TV show back. Oh, now, God, that, now that their eldest got rid of his wacka wacka problem. God. I actually like the Duggars. Just, they're, very, they're very kind people. These, these two. Um, of course, yes. they're pleading not guilty. Well. Um, I'm surprised the judge said a bail at all. Well, bail cannot be punitive, and that's what everybody needs to remember. Bail is used a lot as a punitive measure when, in fact, it doesn't need to be. The only two healthy people uh, other than the parents are those two dogs they found. Well, listen, I I don't dispute this is a... Hmm. Horrible. This, Horrible. This is a a horror story that's going to play yeah. out. We're gonna we're gonna learn things. I have a feeling that they're going to make all of us just kind of like, what the hell? I cringe now just thinking about it. I it's, could not oh, imagine. I, I just uh-huh. could not imagine. Oh, I, I, that's why I posted. I went no words. I had no words. I didn't know what to say. I mean, you know, how do you describe people, I mean, like this? You know, he's doing God's work. Yeah, okay, whatever. Did I, yeah. didn't I post that in the room? In our I'm chat sorry? Room? Didn't I post that in our chat room? Um, I, don't, I wouldn't I know. I, I think I did. I, I don't know, but that's what he said. I was doing God's work. Yeah. I guess. Jesus God. I, I, I mean, who these who these people does this? These people do not now nor have they ever represented what Christ expects of his people. I am sorry, but they haven't. And yeah. for them to represent that is an abomination on any Christian. Yeah. 
mean the monsters? His poor children. What, the 17-year-old? <clears throat> one of them only weighed 82 pounds. The 29-year-old only weighed 82 pounds. I mean... I know the were were they were speechless. They didn't know what to say or do. Who was? The officers that went in there. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have wanted to be a police officer seeing that scene. Oh. They were only about only about to shower once a year. Oh my god. Well oh. I can tell you this. Unless they find redemption, true redemption. <laughs> They got a heck of a punishment waiting on them. You got that right. Okay. And pure and simple. Uh, I just, I I cannot fathom. I I just cannot fathom. How? I mean... Monsters from hell! Do you you think that they'll be sentenced to life or given the death penalty? Um, They won't be given the death penalty. California's not using the death penalty right now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so no, they won't be given the death penalty. Tennessee's getting ready to fire up the old death penalty, though. Um, good. We're, we've got two. We've got one being put to death, and we've got a guy that's been notified he's going to be tried for the death penalty here in, in my hometown. Oh, really? Oh, yes, and he deserves it. Absolutely deserves it. When, uh, about two years ago, right before Christmas, a call went across the radio. Uh, Two children were Code 50. And Code 50 means not breathing, not responsive to CPR, any type of life-saving measures. This infant... And this toddler uh, were DOA. And when they did the autopsy, they found that these two children had been beaten so badly. Oh, dear God. Okay. These babies were literally beat to death. So they interview the guy and they interview the mama and they cuff them and stuff them finally. Well, they, they arrest him. And they charged him with two charges of aggravated child abuse. Well, this is before the autopsy came back. So the autopsy comes back. They upgrade those charges to aggravated first-degree murder times two, multiple counts of child abuse, uh, aggravated child abuse, which is a Class A felony in this state, which is punishable by up to 60 years just alone. The mother was allowed to walk free. As a matter of fact, so much so, uh, many of you heard about the big fight that happened in the little restaurant that we were in. That was her we were in a fight with. Mm. And uh, she was finally arrested, charged with two counts of first-degree murder. Um, They want her to testify against this young man. They They may go after her with the death penalty to force her to testify. I don't think they want to put her on death row. They do want him on death row. And our district attorney here, Dan Armstrong, I don't think is willing to deal. Wow. I think they're gonna I what's think his, they're gonna give What's the guy's name? Uh I'm not gonna say. 
If you want to look it up, look up the name Kendra Tweed. Yeah. I'll give you her name because she's a murdering bitch. Mm. Kendra Tweed. Wow. She is actually on the front page of the newspaper this weekend. But um, our county, unfortunately, has had a couple of capital cases that have made national news, and this is one of them. The other one was the Lily Lid murders, which uh, Howell, Natasha Howell, I think is her name, she is up for a hearing to get her sentence reduced. So just to kind of give you all a quick backstory on that, they all six of them were going to be given the death penalty. The day of the trial, their attorneys very wisely pleaded life in prison without parole. Now, the two juveniles, they had their sentences redone because the Supreme Court ruled that juveniles cannot be given life sentences without parole. So their sentences were redone that they had to serve uh, 30, I want to say 30% of their sentences before they were eligible for parole. Now, they are officially eligible for parole because they've been in prison for quite some time. Oh, my Uh, God. So one was 13 months old, the other was two months old. Yes. Yes, that's them. Oh, my God. Unfortunately, people forget who they are. So he's black. Yes. Yeah. And he was on probation at the time of the of the murders. Correct. He was high when it happened. I was too high and freaking out. Yep. Oh my god. That's what he says. Hang the son, hang the son of a bitch. So, well, you do. You know, in this state, they they brought back old Sparky. Oh yeah, Dad, River Band. Oh yeah, they did. <laughs> sure did. They polished up old Sparky, put a couple of new uh, uh, bolts on her, and ready to fire up. Yep. <clears throat> well, oh, they're getting ready to kill. They're getting ready to put one to death couple of months they've uh tennessee has resumed the death penalty so they're gonna start firing up the old backlog well i know for a while well the drug companies won't give us the drugs anymore what how is she um how is she involved in all this did she contribute to it or They've been pretty tight-lipped about whether she was there or not. The emergency responders that responded said that she was. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, the 911 call, which they're trying to suppress, her attorneys are, has her on it. Mm. He said, well, I waited till she got home. Yeah. But Evidence said, evidence shows that she was there. Just as high as he was. Most likely, that's her. That's her nature. Wow. 
beautiful children. So let me ask a question. You know, we we talk as Christians to love our neighbors and to forgive those. No. Should we put these people to death? Yes. If they're guilty, should we put them to death? There's no... uh, uh... Like Jesus said, give unto God what is God's and unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Oh, um, I didn't think we were know, talking I'm, about tithes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But two children, two innocent children were murdered by a monster and a bitch. So okay. they should live. They should get the life sentence. Okay. When these two children are dead, what justice is that? Okay. We also have to go according to what the judge. So. So I should forgive them. So I should forgive them for murdering these two innocent children. Actually, yes, you should. No, well, I'm sorry. Forgiveness isn't about them, Barbara. Forgiveness is about you. But let me let me give you all a scenario, and y'all tell me about it. There was a man who, back in the seventies was drug-fueled beyond belief. In the process of his drug-fueling, he killed our little our little racist folks are back. Uh, anyway, our uh, so in the late 70s, he killed a man, slaughtered him. And in the process of slaughtering him, he went on to claim that drug-fueled and he didn't know what he was doing, yada, yada, yada. What should be done with him? Same thing. You know, the thing is, I can understand why we're supposed to forgive, because... No, 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 stop. I understand that. I'm asking what we should do with the guy that slaughtered, and by the way, he used a an axe handle to slaughter this man. So what should his punishment be? Punishment. Huh? Why should he live? Well, I'm asking. What right, what right does he have to a life? Okay. When somebody at his hands is dead. Would you like for me to tell you this man's name now? Yeah. His name is Pastor Maury Davis of Cornerstone Church in Nashville, Tennessee. Well. He brutally murdered someone in the late 70s, and I mean brutally murdered them. To this day, so why is never... he walking around? Well, a lot of luck. He got a life sentence. And then back in the 70s, Texas was trying to relieve overcrowding. He was one of the ones that got released. No probation, no parole, no nothing. No, there was something under the table about that one. To this day, he's never admitted any guilt. Will not talk about the situation at all. 
Now, most everybody knows that publicly I have a huge problem with his pastorate simply because he should come out with that and say, yeah, I killed somebody. This is, you know, yeah, this happened, blah, blah, blah. Will not. Oh, so let's just put Scott Peterson on life without parole. Why is he on death row? Well, there you go. That That's an interesting question. Anybody that wants to look that up, by the way, Maury Davis, M-A-U-R-Y-D-A-V-I-S, um, he did an interview with the Nashville scene, which he refused to discuss uh, the murder conviction. I mean, absolutely refuses to discuss it. No, I firmly believe in the death penalty. Always have, always will. But the Bible says to allow judgment to be God's. Well, so if, if we fine, if I'm, we you know. sentence, hold on, if we sentence somebody to death in this country, are we taking that judgment? It's what the law allows. Then why have it on the table at all? Why have it on the table at all? But now, see, that's an interesting question. Why have it on the table at all? Yes, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm not agreeing or disagree. But you just said that this guy who killed these two babies belongs on death row. I did say that. That was my statement. So, where's your forgiveness? You know what? I have forgiven him. You know why I've forgiven him? Because those two children, they didn't reach the age of accountability. They, yes, did they suffer? Absolutely. But they have an instant reward with God the Father in heaven. He says, suffer unto me the little children. So, yes, I've forgiven him. Now, does he need to be punished for his crime? Yes. But here's the point I'm trying to get at. The Bible actually allows for the death penalty. And that's the whole that's the whole point I'm actually driving at, is that I want people to think. Okay? The Bible does allow for the death penalty. Okay? Capital punishment is allowed for. That doesn't mean that I have to forgive him. Um, again, remember that... Uh, you are you're not forgiving someone because of them. You forgive someone because of yourself. Because if you choose to hold the grudge and you choose to be angry at that person, then that only affects you. He took a life. He did. He gets what okay. he deserves. So. Okay, but in the Old Testament it says an eye for an eye. It but does, but in the New Testament, but, in the New Testament but, Jesus says we are to forgive. It does. Does that, that we are mean not to go according to those those laws where it says does an it, eye for an eye? Does it take away? Okay, does it take away? From the judgment. That that's my question. Is capital punishment is capital punishment yeah, hang on a second. Yes. Greetings. 
State, state your piece. Well, you know, we t- we're talking about forgiving and everything. I mean, uh, if we really truly forgive in our hearts, why don't we forget about it? I mean, could it, it be say that to forgive? Does say to forgive? That's true. But do we truly forget it? Because if we truly forget it, then it's bound to repeat itself. Well, could it be? Could it be? Maybe the courts, or I don't. How is it that he got out of out of prison? How is that possible? If you're referencing Maury, it it had a lot to do with how the laws were set up back then and how the paperwork. The, the way I understand it, his paperwork was out of whack. And by the time anybody figured it out, he had already been out for five to seven years, and so he managed to be able to stay out. And what was his chart? And how can I Google this? Who's this how, how do you spell this guy's name? M-A-U-R-Y Davis, D-A-V-I-S. All right. Murray Davis. Mm-hmm. Pastor? Yes. Madison, Tennessee? That's him. Interesting. Let me look that up real quick. Now, I have a hard time comprehending how the... I mean, you're, you're telling me that the courts, uh, they have paperwork... Uh, all this stuff, but wow, it's unbelievable. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this a little bit. I'm gonna mute out myself real quick. I'll be right back. Sure. You can uh, if you type in Maury Davis murder, it will pull up a lot of it. So. Well, it's always been said that if Lady Justice ever took her blindfold off, she'd kill herself. Well, I was, I was actually unaware there were two people that died. So, anyway. I do know that they, uh, in 1975, Maury Davis slit the throat of a 54-year-old Irving, Texas woman named Joella Lyles. The crime was brutal and senseless. Davis was upset about spilling paint on his boots, so somebody had to die. He admitted his guilt but claimed demonic possession during his insanity defense. He did not apologize to the family of his victim. Prison officials let him out of church on a weekly furlough to attend church services with his family. Davis recognized a scam when he saw one. He stepped up his efforts to convert his fellow inmates. When his 20-year sentence was cut short by a prison overcrowding, he tasted freedom at a free, as a free man at the age of 27. He did not pay his debt to society. Now, this is kind of objective, so. Old Testament law is applicable, uh, but you have to remember that a new covenant did take the place of some of the Old Testament law. Uh, let's see. 
Well, apparently a $10 million suit was filed against Cornerstone Church last year. It was. Or yeah. 2016. Yeah. They will... Uh, they will settle that suit. Wow. So how how can yeah. how can a congregation acknowledge somebody as a minister that has murdered somebody? Say what now? How can a congregation, a church's congregation, acknowledge somebody that's murdered someone as their minister? Well, in in truth, in truth, if forgiveness is truly given, then forgiveness is truly earned. The question is, did he seek forgiveness? You know, we don't know. I can tell you that how he responds to that whole situation says no. I can ask him. He's on Twitter. <laughs> If you do, he'll block you. So, um, I do know that the family, the family really uh, come out against him. He did this because somebody spilled paint on his boot? Um, That's what the story is. Oh, my gosh. And he can now call himself a Christian. Um, again, if he truly sought redemption, then that's him. I just simply am pointing out that he, he, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it's possible he did ask for forgiveness from God, and he is truly sorry, but if he was, Would he really talk about it? I mean, that's something between him and God. Um, the problem is when you put yourself out there as a minister, you're obligated to talk about it. This is true. Okay. This is true. It's time sure. to get your heart ready for a God moment. So. I just, you know, it, it, it's, I don't know. So to that response, I asked him, have you asked for forgiveness for the two murders you committed? (laughs) You know me. Well, you'll get blocked. Well, so be it. Won't be the first time. I mean, we're all guilty of sin. That's a given. There's no one, no one on the face of this earth other than Jesus Christ that is absolutely sinless. Well, I know that uh, in 1991, Cornerstone Church in Old Hickory Boulevard in Madison was a failing church with just 250 members on the rolls. But even then, they didn't care much about where Maury Davis had been it was where he was going. Gloria Myrick, a secretary at the church, said it best. 
We have heard his testimony and heard his preaching. We have seen him walk the walk and talk the talk. So let's hear the talk. What I did, you can never fix. There is not reparation, restitution. There isn't anything you can do. Knowing my life still brings pain to people is a bitter pill to swallow. Asked about his past, David says, My experience with God is my experience with God. You know, Paul was a murderer, and yet he wrote the majority of the New Testament. Moses committed a murder. David was a murderer. If it weren't for inmates, you wouldn't have the best part of the Bible. Now, that is a tongue-in-cheek statement, but I do kind of agree with it. Well, can we... Uh, So it's hard to comprehend that someone that's a minister has committed a crime that's... In God's eyes, a crime is a crime is a crime. This is true. Okay. And listen, I'm not... The only problem I've got with him, and I've told him this, this is not a matter of me. You know, he's with the Assemblies of God. So anybody that's aware of the Assemblies of God is aware that they're loose, so to speak. So, um, but I will say this, and then it's about time for me to say goodnight, y'all. I wanted to ask you something. Um he, at the end of the day, has to answer to God. If God has chosen to use him as a vessel, then so be it. But he needs to publicly come out and say about those murders, hey, I regret the murder. I regret the fact that I slit her throat from ear to ear over paint. To this day, he has not. Okay? And imagine the power of his testimony if he were to do that very thing. How many more people would listen and how many more people would be reached by him using those words? Just my thought. As always, I want to thank everybody for what? tuning in. Oh, I wanted to ask you something. You can ask me off the recording. Uh-huh. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Remember, you've got to stand for something or you fall for anything. Freedom isn't free. Thank a soldier, for without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Thank the families of the soldiers, for without them, we wouldn't have an all-volunteer army. This is the Political Superman saying, have a good night, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 